Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so excited to have you tonight, and I know you hear that a lot, but I am really looking forward to this evening because I have a, a table surrounding me with people. No, not actually the table's not surrounding me. The, there are chairs that are surrounding the table. That sounds better. Right. With people that I really, really love and I really care about and who, to me, have they make such a difference in so many people's lives, but even my life has been touched by them. And so we will get right to it. But before we go, I have to introduce, because I love to do that, sitting next to me, to my right, is my daughter Tiffany. And uh, we're always glad that she's here. Tiffany, you made it. We're glad you I did. I did. I just skated right in really quick. I know, barely. Happy to be here. We're glad you're here. And sitting next to you is one of my very special uh, friends, and I, I love this sweet lady, and uh, it's none other than Jackie Watson, who is, uh, well, I knew her most of her, the time that I've known you, you were an elementary teacher, yes. educator, and now here you are in uh, high school. Yeah, secondary world. Yeah, so we're glad you're here, Jackie. Yeah, thank you. And right next, across the table from Jackie, is sitting Mr. Matt Boyer, which is the principal of Lincoln School. And I have to tell you, Lincoln School is an amazing school. They have great people there. And I am so convinced that the reason the school is so great is because of the leadership in that school. And so... Mr. Matt, we are so glad that you're here with us tonight. Welcome. He's got mad dance skills, too. I just want to put that out there for for our podcast world. I've seen it. It's Mm. like, you wouldn't think he's such a quiet fellow over there, but... Hmm. But the fifth and sixth grade kids can tell you he's got mad skills. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate the monumental introduction, <laughs> Bella, but uh, all, all kudos to my staff. We, we certainly enjoy what we do, and it's a pleasure to be here with you tonight. Well, thank you. Who taught you how to dance so well? Your wife or what? Michael Jackson. No, really, I, as a kid growing up, I just watched TV and tried to mimic what they do. And so the, there you go. So a lot of time in my room and a lot of busted socks. That didn't make my parents <laughs> too happy. But So do you still do that for your kids? Oh, yeah, we dance all the time. It, it's almost a nightly thing. Oh, and, wow. I yeah, love that. So the next one's going to be a video, right? Right. Next interview with Matt will Absolutely. be a video. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. We it. will do YouTube, okay? Okay. We That'll be our next one with you. And we and we will have to get a little larger room, I think. So Moves we can. with Matt. That's what we can call it. Yes. Moves with yeah. Matt. Yes, absolutely. There you go. Well, sitting right next to, to Mr. Matt, and, and I don't know, Chris, can you possibly, do you have any good moves? I mean, uh, I cannot dance to save my life. Oh, yeah, Chris it's Norman. Absolutely terrible. Our executive People producer. People make fun of me for it. Cannot, but, but hey, I've seen you and Jessica, at least you try to help her out. I mean, you use the muscles and try to help her out. We did do the dirty dancing They thing. can do that dirty yeah. dancing lift. Yes, yeah. I saw it on the Facebook. Oh, my goodness. That's so cute. Well, we're so glad that everybody at this table is so talented yeah. tonight. Wow. I mean, what <laughs> a great show we're going to have with all of this talent sitting around here. Uh, but but I love the fact that not only do we have some great educators sitting at this table, we have just great a great woman and a great man that uh, we've come to know. 
and who parents have come to know. Uh, I was just talking to Jackie right before uh, we we got started tonight, and, and of course, this is your second year yes. to be teaching Spanish. Yes, in, yes, high, year in high school. Yes. How long did you teach elementary? Ten years. This Ooh. is my twelfth year total. So what ten a years. Jump. Yeah, it was. From elementary yeah, to high it school. It really was. Wow. And um, it was something that I wasn't expecting to do. I've always wanted to do it. Um, I've always wanted to use my Spanish, but I thought that I would see my two little ones through elementary and then pursue the Spanish secondary world. But the opening was there, and then it was still there. So I asked about it in late June, and I did a lot of crying and a lot of praying, and... <laughs> Ended up in I ended up in Spanish and I'm and I love it. I miss my little kids a lot and I miss the um, you know the building that I was at a lot. But I really really love teaching Spanish and I love spending the time in the classroom with the older kids and um, building those relationships and connections. So I'm a little yeah. mad at you though. I know. Hey, you can you can uh, come visit. I mean, yeah. When, when I kind of I kind of lost, yeah. lost my spot. You know. I'm so sorry. No, I still not love really. you a whole lot. I couldn't work last year anyway, but. Gosh, yes. I'm so happy for you. Actually, she was telling me that so many of the little students that she had in yes. kindergarten yes. and in second grade, now she's been able to have them in Spanish. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Isn't it is. that it's so awesome. totally yeah, cool? So my first year of teaching ever in kindergarten, um, last year I got to have some of them as high schoolers. So wow. we did calendar time as, as kindergartners, and now we're doing calendar time in Spanish. So huh. it's pretty Isn't fun. That, that it's fun is stuff. just so cool. Yeah. That, that's almost like pastoring because that's what happens to us. You know, we, yeah. we, we get the young ones. You and do their baby dedications. Yeah, baby dedications. Mm-hmm. And then you marry them. Yeah. They marry, <laughs> then, then we do more baby then, dedications yeah. and on and on it goes. But yeah. that's so exciting. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What yeah. a new, uh, yeah. great uh, part of your life, a new new yeah. page. Yes. And you've got two two little ones. What? How old are they? So our daughter, Quincy, she is seven. And she started second grade at Jefferson this year. Um, and she's super excited. She loves it. And our son, Bo, he started kindergarten this year. Aww. He is five. And he told me on the first day of school that it was his best day in his whole entire life ever. <laughs> so it was a pretty, pretty good day. Oh, wow. And he, yeah, every day has been, you know, fantastic. So. That's so cool. That's different. That's different in middle school. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to see the change. Yes. Well, I sort of say that's bowl. Yes, that's bowl's report. Yes, yeah, Yeah, in kindergarten. So, and bless those kindergarten teachers. I've been there. I've done that, and it is a hard job. Oh my goodness, it is a hard job. So it is. Yeah. See, I always felt like having spent time on the lower and I'm gonna say as low as second grade, not kindergarten. Uh I I can't toy with that. Uh It takes a special person. But teaching as high as eighth grader, I I felt like with your position in high school now. Uh That the the conversations you have with that relationship building, the guidance you're able to provide. You talk about pastoring, more mentoring from yeah. our side. We might view it that way. Just the mm-hmm. conversations you're able to have with those older kids, I imagine, right. is far different than the calendar oh, time. Absolutely, oh, back gosh. back in the yes. day for you. Yeah, it's a total mind shift, but but it's neat to see you know their lives. You know, I don't want to say come full circle because it hasn't yet. But you know the you know. The steps that they've taken and you know who they're starting to become you know as an adult and right. so it's just neat it is, that, is neat. that is yeah. just so cool though I, I i love hearing that and hearing your story yeah. and how you how you kind of evolved not not you know when you say evolve it's just how life goes mm-hmm. and, and so it's yeah. really cool well matt 
tell, I'm sorry, Mr. Boyer. <laughs> uh, Either one's good. <laughs> they're uh, both your name, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I hear Mr. Boyer, Mr. Boyer, but yet on the outside, you know, it, it's kind of like I see you as Matt. It's less formal. Yeah. Less formal, <laughs> but, but gosh, I so appreciate you. And, and uh, we're just thrilled that you are, are at Lincoln. But tell us a little bit about your journey and how did you come to Lincoln? So I uh, had spent uh, 10 years teaching up in St. Louis. Uh, it's where I've resided my entire life. Uh, I make the journey every day. Uh, I don't mind it. Uh, I've driven to Florida numerous times straight through. I don't mind the car. Maybe in a different life I'll be a trucker. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I just enjoy the community of Farmington. I spent one year teaching at Roosevelt, uh, moved over to the assistant role at Lincoln, moved into the principal role the next year. Spent some time with Mr. Bryant, who's now principal at Jefferson. Um, happy for him. And, and so we have a new assistant principal this year, Tiffany Moser. She spent some time with the high school, so she's kind of the opposite of you, Jackie, uh, coming down to us. And she's been a blessing for our building as well. Uh, picked up where he's left off, and uh, I would say we haven't really missed a stride. So awesome. uh, certainly enjoy my, uh, the kids, number one, and uh, the, the staff as well. I mean, I... I tell them all the time that I'm, I'm just the one kind of pointing the direction. They're always the ones making it happen. So uh, all we, all, any praise is, is deserving to, to them. I'm, I'm just kind of steering the ship a little bit. But it's, it's a pleasure. I enjoy Lincoln. Uh, it kind of breaks my heart this year that we're not going to have our school-wide assemblies. I, I do enjoy yeah. performing at those, and I have some ideas for making those virtual from the classroom, yeah, streaming them. So we're, we're going to try to keep it going nonetheless. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they, I think the feeling is so mutual because it's just a really good feel in the school. And uh, I, I, I really love that and how they, they all, they, you can tell they care about each other. You can tell that, that they work together. I know Jefferson, I always love going to Jefferson. I always love, love the teachers and everyone working together. But it's just been such a pleasure to, for our church to be part uh, of Lincoln. And so, we really are enjoying that. Well, again, the goodies you, you brought today of uh, the fresh produce, uh, Jackie and I were talking about the extra um, stress that some teachers may be feeling, and, and any uh, any treat is certainly welcome with anything to put a smile on their face right now. I mean, I think day one with the students did that, but uh, uh, a, a little goody here and there doesn't hurt. Goes a long way. Yeah, certainly yeah. does. Well, the the awesome. you know I think all of the churches pretty much in the area got involved in that one, which is really really good. That's great. And and uh, uh, I know that there's still a couple of the the schools that don't have sponsors. I think, but I do know that most of them do, and we're really thankful for that because it's a great community outreach. Uh, because we love our schools, and and we're we're very thankful for our educators in this in this little city that we live in right uh, i think it's interesting matt that you uh drive back and forth every day and you I did don't not know that i didn't know that either it's crazy yeah. yeah and he doesn't he he's never acted like he minds at all not one bit uh, i mean again, i don't mind being in the car but uh i've been blessed and privileged to have the opportunities i've had in farmington it's not something i, I take for granted um I, i'm working i say 24-7. There's usually bedtime with my daughters. So that's my time off. Um, that, that's kind of my sanctuary to find peace for, for the day. Uh, the drive home is a good time to detox to become mm -hmm. dad again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I, I don't mind it one bit. And uh, 67 beats St. Louis traffic uh, oh, bumper gosh. to bumper on 270. So I'll take, <laughs> sure. take yeah. that any day. That's true. Definitely. For sure. 
Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, a lot of uh, people from not so much right now because so many people are working from home from down here that work in the city. But a lot of people work to the city, you know, go yeah, drive back and forth. The other direction. But y- you just don't think so much about people driving from up there down here mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. And so I'm trying to sell my wife on the idea of a Tesla. I feel, you know, hey, <laughs> you don't pay for gas. Oh, there you go. It's an electric right. car. Uh-huh. Like, why not? It's I'll be praying for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I've already yeah. built it. I've showed her the you picture. It looks beautiful. It? But yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, it's working it down on a cyber truck, but. Oh, yeah. That was like a few years before that happened. Those, those look really cool. Do you think it would help if we wrote letters of recommendation? Perhaps. Or I mean, I'm hoping you know maybe some kind of Christmas blessing. We'll, we'll oh, see. We'll see go. what happens. So we'll see. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm planning on getting flowers when we get out of here to take home, just as uh, a little extra idea. something. So sure. good idea. We'll, we'll absolutely. Try. I would yeah. keep just working on that one. Right. Yeah. 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 We'll see if we can get a petition or something up. You know, right. something to help on that because absolutely, you drive back and forth, you deserve it. The kids would sign it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they should. Yeah. They would. They would. They would back love it. that. I mean, we sure. can give that to the governor, then it might make it a little more concrete. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. Well, what what a joy it is to to have educators. We we appreciate uh, the teachers in our church. You know, we we have several, and we're so blessed to have them. And, and realizing how much that you pour in to. Doesn't matter what age that you're pouring into, you're pouring in so much of your life into them, and and of course, you know, being the principal of the school, you're pouring into the teachers as well as the students. But but what a great call it is, and and to have great teachers, you know, uh, in this stand time, we're so we're so thankful for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to ask some questions tonight to just to kind of, you know. We can all listen to the news, and you get a little bit of... Don't do that. Yeah. You get, you get a little... Yeah, bad do that. You hear so that's lopsided, depending on yeah. the channel. Right. <laughs> but we would like for someone maybe to listen at a, a podcast here and say, mm-hmm. oh, it was really good to hear from someone that is actually uh, driving back and forth and who is actually uh, going into the classrooms and... and uh, uh, facing this, but let's let's just back up a little bit. What was the last day of school in uh, uh, the spring? Do you uh, remember, Matt? Friday the thirteenth. Was it March really? Thirteenth. Yes. Yeah, yes. it certainly Isn't was. I remember we had a school yes. social. Yep. So that was a, really? one of the last times we got to be present with the kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, it was spring break, and spring break is when the news dropped. Yep. So yeah. So on Friday the thirteenth, when you had that day, you did not know that that was going to be the last day. Correct? We did not. No. You did not. No. There was just a lot of news and things. They were talking about COVID speculations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you did not know that. Yeah. I I didn't realize that because I know we were at a convention on on that weekend, and we actually they didn't have a youth event on that Friday night because of some of the statements that were made and some of the the churches and parents and all decided to take their kids back home. And so, yeah, I kind of cut that short, uh, but I didn't realize. So, yeah, March the 13th. And then so we go into a week of spring break, which I guess in one way that was probably... The longest spring break ever. I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, that that was one that just kept on giving, didn't it? My son says it was not... He didn't have summer vacation yet because he just had spring break. 
Ah, well, you could say that's that. That's Max's guess. point of yeah. view, as you guys yeah. can imagine. It's one way it's to look like, at it. I didn't even get summer break. All we got was, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get summer break. We just had spring break. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So, so were you guys, like, super disappointed when that dropped? Or were you relieved? Or what, what went through your head there? I, I don't know. I mean, I would say probably like the rest of the world, I, I think, just trying to get some clarity and figure out, you know, what. I, I mean, I, obviously, you kind of understood why at the time. But, I mean, I feel like even now we're, we're you know, getting a better grip on it but still kind of taking our best guess in, in some aspect. Right. I mean, not just education, medical field, I mean, the world for that matter. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, at, at that point it was, you know, with with being out, how are we going to best service kids? How can we support families? You know, let's make contacts and, and just trying to figure out, with those new circumstances, you know, what, what's going to be the best we can do and, and let's, you know, get going on it right. and jump into action. Yeah. And so what were the actions that uh, you as your school, the middle, uh, the middle school, what did you do? Intermediate. Intermediate school. What did you do first? Um, I mean, number one, we called, called parents, trying to learn their capabilities at home, see if they had any immediate needs of their student or their family that we could support. Uh, I think district-wide that happened in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, we, we talked about uh, you know, hierarchy and needs. So uh, Maslow talks about your basic needs. Yeah. And so making sure that families had food, things like that. I mean, again, district effort to make sure we had food pickup available, food deliveries, just, you know, m- making sure that people just had the basics to, to get through because, I mean, as we've all seen with job loss, things like that, things became very difficult on families. Um, even, you know, staff members uh, hit them as well. And so uh, just trying to keep everybody as uplifted as possible and then, you know, get back to education in some way, shape, or form. And, and that was difficult. Like, if if we were on the virtual side of things now, it would look way different than it did in the spring. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say, again, nationwide, that was most people's first dose of how do we do this this virtual education thing? And so with kindergartners, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Those well, yeah, yeah, the different grade levels certainly provide some challenges to mm-hmm. that, and uh, perhaps some you could argue makes it impossible. I mean, I think any teacher would would tell you they'd love to be in seat versus uh, a virtual model. I think that that is best for kids, and I'm glad our district has made the decision to to give that a go. And to this point, I, I feel like it, it's gone well. Um, you know, just hope we can continue to ride that, if not through through the year, at least as long as possible. Um, you know, if we have to make some kind of shift again, I think we're in a, a better position, have better knowledge on how to how to handle that. And I think, again, we'll, we'll miss a little something if that has to happen. But um, I, I think it again would look way different than it did in the springtime. Yeah, and I think a little shout out to from the teacher standpoint, seeing the administrators, I was so impressed. I, I mean, As a parent, so impressed can, at how quickly yeah. and um, effectively they were able to come up with, you know, some solutions to all of this that was just mm-hmm. thrown at them. And um, I, I mean, both I'm a parent, you know, in the district and I'm a teacher in the district. So from both ends, just the communication, I felt like um, I was super impressed with and I felt like they really, truly wanted to take care of the teachers at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, sending us surveys and questions and asking how we were doing and um, just being organized for us really made it a whole lot more um, just easier to you know help our students so yeah I, I was super thankful for the way that they were able to you know handle what was thrown to them that is so good and kudos 
to the leadership yes. yeah. yeah we have some and, awesome and to people. the school board and, and, mm-hmm. and to the school administration yeah. because yes yes we have a great one that's that's major yeah. because I'm sure there probably are some districts that mm-hmm. can't say that mm-hmm. or maybe there was no one to really spring into action mm-hmm. like they did mm-hmm. and and because there was so many in, in in so many areas of life you know no one had been here before right. And so to try to figure out what's next, but then someone start moving toward finding mm-hmm. out what yes. to do mm-hmm. right. yeah. is yeah. amazing. Yeah. I yeah. feel like school administrators specifically um, from the board on down, were, they're in a no-win situation. You know, it's like, it's like uh, being a politician. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you can't, no matter what you decide, mm-hmm. someone's right. going to have a problem with it. Someone's going to think it's wrong. They're going to point out what's wrong with it. And, like, I don't envy their position at all. And I felt like as a parent, I was so impressed, so thankful, because it did, like you said, Jackie, it did feel like they really, like, okay, we no, we've never been here before, but let's do this together. And they constantly were seeking feedback, which is very appreciated, because when you feel like you're just part of the number system and part of the herd and you just get told what you're going to do you know but I was so impressed with our school district and and did do they do everything right probably not but who does and it was such a a no-win situation and I was so impressed and so Mm -hmm. thankful as a parent Mm -hmm. to be a part of this school district because they impressed me they didn't know what to do none of us none of us have ever been here before right every day we have is a a day that we've never experienced as a member of the world right now because Mm -hmm. we are in crazy town and so i just i just couldn't say enough and that information changes from one day to the next wait hold on scrap that yeah today yeah (laughs) or even this morning we said this but sorry that's not gonna work flexibility it's a name it's the name of the game these days being flexible and yes um open to roll with the changes. Good time to be a part of a yoga class. Just yes, so right. I've got to maintain the flexibility. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was really concerned when all this went down about the kids. Like you said, that food is an issue where school is mm-hmm. their source of food and where schools are source of safety. Yeah. That was, and that's still a concern that I have. And when we're pushing out hybrid and possibly, you know, not having a school at all, which is still a risk that those kids, like, I just, my heart goes out to them because... I mean, school is a complete relief and a sanctuary for some of those kids. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can I can hear in my head, um, almost in echo form, Mr. Rubel constantly talking about we're going to do what's best for kids, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is always the the best place to start. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Krause uh, pushing her uh, the the WISC model, just um, trying to have you know a team of people supporting that student. That you know that's exactly what we set up in the springtime. That as we uh, became aware of needs or those what we were already aware of, um, sending you know staff members out on home visits, trying to check in that if we couldn't contact you via phone or email, that you know we're going to in some way, shape, or form we're going to try to get our support to you. That's and awesome. so, yeah. I mean, again, just impressed with what we were again able to throw together in a short time, and um, at least to get through last school year. I don't think any of us were 100% satisfied with it, but. Um, just trying to, to figure out along the way. And, I mean, again, I hope we don't have to go that direction again. If mm-hmm. we do, I feel, um, you know, not just Farmington, hopefully everybody. There's a lot of kids, you know, school age right now that uh, hopefully everybody's a little better prepared this, this next yeah, go around. Absolutely. Yes. 
and, and and I believe that America has taken some great strides in that, all 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 around. But I believe there there's a lot of communities like ours that have really pushed forward, mm-hmm. and, and are very forward thinking with this because the ultimate is, and, and I know we all agree with that, is that each child is so important, and what our children and grandchildren have the ability to get help for there's so many that do not Uh, I was actually talking earlier to someone that uh, has personal contact all the time with a mother that does not have a computer and she doesn't know enough on how to help her students and her students only Mm -hmm. in the second grade Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know how to help Mm -hmm. them and, and so how scary that is right. for the mother mm-hmm. that is working and trying her best to make a living but yet doesn't know how to help her child mm-hmm. even in the second grade. Yeah. And, and that's probably just just one out right. of thousands right. that feel that way. That feel that way. Yeah. yeah, I would say that the pandemic has a lot of tentacles. And, yes. Oh, yes. Um, yes. You know, whether you're... Uh, an administrator, a healthcare worker, whatever, whatever your you know career path may be, it's, it's affected everybody in some way, shape, or form. Trying to make the best choice for your child and your family, as mm-hmm. far as what type of learning model to go with, is no easier choice. And um, you know, I, I've, I feel we've all reached a point of having a better understanding than we did in March, and just you know, everyone collectively trying to do the best they can day yeah. by day with the information that we have. And right. again, that, that's mm-hmm. been flooded with many choices that have not been easy trying to maintain some a semblance of life as you mentioned mm-hmm. um, and just keep going forward that's, that's all we can do yeah and so you come into a new school year and it's like okay there's a lot of unknowns there are a lot of things we don't know but we're very hopeful you know mm-hmm. we're going to every day you're going to do the best that you can and you keep looking forward and so that in itself is a challenge because every day that you come in I mean, we know that COVID, you know, there are uh, different ones in the area that are uh, testing positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that there's the panic on the one side where, like Tiffany said, you can't please everybody. There's those that think you should shut down immediately. There's others that see a bigger picture, mm-hmm. and they're saying, you know, hey, you know, we're doing everything we can to to make sure that we're tracing, that we're doing what we can to help families uh, to be as informed as they can. And so every day is is a new day. Something that, that I've been thinking about a lot and I've heard quite a bit about lately is normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know everybody... Is it? <laughs> have you, yeah, have you heard people, you know, out of their mouth, they'll say, I just wish things would return to normal. Yes. And and I think it's kind of, it, it's very different, but yet it's it's very similar as 9-11 was a day that we all knew that our lives were changed forever that we would look differently out of our eyes about the world around us more cautiously uh, we felt a real loss and I think the pandemic did something very similar to that okay. I, I think that uh, I don't know that we could ever put it into words but uh, I think maybe those of us that might have been complaining about our normal, boring life, which I don't think that's anybody in the room because I can't remember being bored. I don't even know what that's like. But there are people that, you know, that that's one of their, you know, they're bored or they don't like their life. They're not happy with their life. 
But yet when all of this happens, all of a sudden they wish they could go back to normal, Mm -hmm. what they disliked. Mm -hmm. And and I I tend to think that we're going to we're going to get to enjoy whatever is new. We get the choice on whether we're going to enjoy the new normal because I think we definitely, uh, like you said, every day is uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be, we'll look forward with great hope, and but also with great wonderment and uh, trying to be on our guard. But all in all, I kind of think that maybe maybe that'll bring out our best. It doesn't look like our best right now. When you look around the country, it does not look like our best. Right. I mean, this is probably, we could all say, I haven't seen this before. And I am probably the youngest one in the room, <laughs> but I have not seen this before. Uh, not to this extent where there is so much poison going out. Mm-hmm. But I still believe that we're going to see something. I believe that we're going to see some real goodness come forth. That's what I'm hoping for and believing for is that because I still believe that there's a God in heaven that loves us dearly and that cares and that has his eye upon us and that I don't believe that evil is going to win. And so as educators, and I I believe that you're too that is speaking for many, many educators, you are trusting God every day uh, as you as you give your lives and, and you pour into these these youngsters around you, you're believing that that the day is getting better. And if not, then you will do what you need to do. Uh, tell me a little bit, Matt, about uh, kind of what it looks like right now in, in the scope of a day at school versus how it was maybe this time last year. So I, I would say that um, for our, our fifth graders, they probably wouldn't know any differently. Our sixth graders would, would see the minor changes, but I mean, probably the most notice, noticeable difference would be our cafeteria tables being spread six feet apart. Uh, prior to that, that just wasn't the case. I mean, beyond that, uh, aside from you know uh, maybe trying to be conscientious of volume of students in the hallways, and, and I mean, we have several items in place a lot of those would go unnoticed. I mean, it's not some, we have not shared every minor detail with the students. Right, it's right. just, it's going to seem normal to them, mm-hmm. no different than any other expectations mm-hmm. you might share in class. That, hey, here's how we're doing this. To them, that doesn't seem all that different. The, the one that I would say has been the most challenging to this point is trying to remind them to keep some distance in line. You know, prior to that, it'd be sure. like a smash train together almost. So, <laughs> so now it's, and that's what they've grown up with. So, you yeah. know, offering a lot of grace yeah. and trying to get some of this implemented in that, you know, we're just, I mean, today was day six. So it's going to be a journey and right. um, definitely happy to at least have started it. And, um, it, you know, no different than, you know, I mean, any job, but, you know, our, the students are a part of our team. And so just trying to find, uh, I guess a niche with our new normal, which again I wouldn't seem that different than before, at least on the surface. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. a lot happening underneath, mm-hmm. but um, it, a lot of that's being managed by teachers or by the schedule. Again, things that would mostly go unnoticed throughout the day. And the sixth graders are going along with it very well. Yeah, to this part. point, yeah, no, they they've done good. terrifically. Um, and, and again, I mean, the the changes are mostly trying to create separation, trying to. I say limit contact. We we don't have everybody in a bubble. That's certainly not what it is, um, because 
uh, having groups and, and having that group work. I mean, that's a crucial aspect too. And having that arm's length teaching, that's a crucial aspect for helping those learners, uh, kind of like we talked about the difficulty of the virtual side of things. So um, no, for the most part, it, it's business as usual. Like I said, with, with some changes throughout the day to maintain safety. I mean, really what I've been telling teachers, we're, we're doing our best to maintain a, a, a safe and healthy school. Uh, the longer we can do that, the longer we'll be able to, to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And we'd like that, obviously, to be as long as possible, not just for because we love the profession and we enjoy seeing kids, but we know the impact that has on families and the community. And, um, I mean, the, that expands that, that team network to, you know, even greater than beyond Lincoln. And so, no, it's, it's been a pleasure to get in. And, I mean, we're making daily adjustments, that's for certain. Uh, it's been a lot of communication, a lot of teamwork, and... I'm sure the year will involve a lot more of that. Have you seen, is there, I don't know if you even have an answer for this, but um, our particular district, I don't think you mentioned, that has three options right now. Currently, they they can do completely virtual, they can do hybrid, which means part of the week at school, part of the week at home, or full face to face for the whole week. What is the percentage for our district, do you know, of how many, because at my son's school, he said, I can't tell that there's less people there at all. Um, I know there are, but it seems like a pretty small percentage because parents need and want their kids to be in school. Is that what you experience as well? Yeah, I mean, I, percentage-wise across the district, I really couldn't tell you. And um, I, maybe, perhaps I'm a bit selfish to focus on Lincoln, but... Well, no, um, that's literally your job. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say that uh, at each grade level we've had um, around about 50 students choose a different learning model. And, and again, I um, I think that's families doing the, you know, trying to make the best decision yeah. they can well, based right. on what they have. Um, right, I'm, right. I'm not here to argue right oh, or wrong. No. Oh, absolutely um, not. And uh, there again, going back to the district plan for virtual, I mean, we've put together a plan that I think offers support in a much greater way for the families that have chosen that Mm -hmm. and uh, the students and I mean they've just gotten underway just like our kids that are in seat but um, uh, today was our first day with hybrid students in the building and checking in with both those teachers it seemed to have gone well Mm -hmm. and happy to get those kids in uh, even if it's an every other day basis and um, so I, I think that uh, whether virtual or hybrid, um, I, I think, again, the, I, w- I would say the spring was more trying to provide work, provide some practice, keep learning going to some yeah. extent. Now it's, you know, no different than if you were in seat. We're trying to keep your learning going mm-hmm. for that full year so that by the end of that fifth or sixth grade year, you're ready for that next grade level that there's been no hindrance to your learning. Uh, we, we don't want a different learning model to, and I would say err on our part with that model, to be the reason that a kid falls mm-hmm. any further behind. So um, teachers are reaching out, you know, daily for Google Hangouts, Google Meets, one-on-one help, mm-hmm. communication with parents, with students. And I would say that, you know, one advantage that we have versus, say, in kindergarten or first grade is our kids are perhaps a little more capable uh, technology-wise right. to, to take some of that on themselves versus, you know, be more reliant upon the parent. Yeah. That's good. I think it's amazing, again, what the district has has done to because every family is different every family has different needs and so our school district has done literally in my opinion everything they could do to provide what each family needs and that's that's just that's highly commendable i mean it just really is yeah and the options the options you know, to yeah. have that and i and i love the fact and i i actually talked with back in the spring to one of the teachers that was making home visits 
and and I just there again, you know, it just you're so grateful. Mm-hmm. You're so grateful for the love and the care that mm-hmm. that uh, teachers and educators have, you know, for for the kids that yeah. that they need someone to come in and help them and someone to come and check a well-being check and make mm-hmm. sure that that they really are surviving. Jackie, how what are you finding over at high school right now? Uh, Those kids difference? are so excited to be at school. And on in a typical, you know, on a typical school year, it's like, oh man, school's starting again and and it's like I mean, it's like Christmas time. They are so excited to, they were so excited to walk in those doors and see their friends and um, just see that enthusiasm. And they, you know, they will straight up tell you that they do not want to go home, that Mm -hmm. they want to be in school. Um, They thought that, you know, learning was harder at home and it's just easier to do whenever you're surrounded by people you want to be around. Mm -hmm. Not that they don't want to be around, you know, people at home, but, you know, it's just exciting to have that, um, face-to-face time with friends and teachers. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's been really, um, you know, enjoyable to see those kids and their excitement for wanting to be in the classroom and wanting to learn. Um, as far as teaching goes, just trying to keep things as normal as possible, um, you know, while navigating, you know, some, some um, precautions in place. But... Um, yeah, and just making sure that you're that positive face, that you are speaking positivity, you know, to those students. And um, just, you know, I've, again, I come from that elementary mindset. And so I'm always, you know, I try to play my giddy down. I tell them I'm not going to, I'm not going to be kindergarten on you. I'm not going to be second grade <laughs> on you. And um, it's funny because they actually, they tell me to get some more elementary teachers up there in the, you know, in high school. Um, but yeah, so just trying to keep things fun and still trying to do some station learning, you know, and um, get them around moving and not feeling the effect of different, you know, yeah. in that classroom. You said so. something really, really interesting there. Uh, do you deal with uh, very many students that are really battling fear? Well, it's interesting because um, back in March, whenever we went virtual, um, one of my assignments, I told them no Spanish this week. We're not doing Spanish. I just want to know how you're doing, how you're feeling. And so their assignment was, um, tell me what's good. Tell me what's bad. Tell me what you've enjoyed about staying home, you know, um, how, you know, their feelings and stuff. And, and I kind of, um, I got a mixture, you know, of, you know, honesty, which I, I appreciated, but yeah, some, you know, anxiety, um, from students and um, the not knowing and worried about their parents getting sick. Um, so yeah, I absolutely see you know that mental health aspect coming into play. You know the worry, the um, and some some liked it. Some said it reduced their anxiety. Some said mm-hmm. that it increased anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but the majority of students absolutely want to be there. They want to be there. They need to be there. Um, I'm right there with them. I, I need to be there too. So. Would you say the start of the year has been any different for you? Like with that six-month layoff, we, we've been trying to spend, I'm going to say, a little more time on the front end. Mm-hmm. How was your break? You know, what was your emotions? You know, everything you just said oh, yeah. rather than jump into what, what might be our standard, right. you know? Yeah, and I think that a whole lot more um, focus is going on in like, you know, not academic focused. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot more social emotional right. um, focused, right. especially so these good. last few days, which it should be that way. It is because either way. It's been, been yeah. traumatic for yeah. so many. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting because it makes you think, you know, like this we should be doing that every day, every year, 
no matter the situation. Mm. Um, so it's eye-opening, and it's um, it's also encouraging because teachers come together a whole lot, you know, have come together a whole lot more through this, you know, that, you know, um, unity of, of teachers working together and, you know, listen, I've got your back. Um, you know, what can I do for you? And so, you know, that family aspect has strengthened, you know, I think both with teachers and teacher students. So that's great. That's so good. Yeah. Well, in the midst of, uh, COVID and situations, there still are some very positive things that, that have come out and are going to come out. And yes, we've, we've still got a ways to go. Uh, but I, I believe that we will all make it. And uh, I believe that the students, I, I love what you both said, taking time to listen a little bit to them because it's really, really important. They've been through a lot. Their parents have been through a lot. Everyone has been, and I think that brings that camaraderie uh, when they can openly talk a little bit about their journey and how they felt, and they have somebody that cares and listens. I think, you know, that opens up some things for them. So kudos to you guys. Well, we're so glad that you came today, and what a pleasure it's been to have uh, Mr. Boyer with us and, and Miss Watson. Mm -hmm. Every time I'm called I, that, I just start to giggle because it's so funny. Is it so not funny. my Aisra? <laughs> no, we're Senora now. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and I just, it's not something I was ever used to. So now when they call me that, I kind of just like still giggle inside because it's not something I'm used to. But you're such a beautiful yeah. seniority. Oh, well, senorita. Anyway. I would like to be a senorita. Those are the younger ones. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, you actually look like it. So, well, hey. thanks. It's a beautiful Jackie. Oh, well, thanks. Inside and out, for sure. And that's what, what we love about both of you guys. You just, just beautiful actions and attitudes and spirits. And, and so we appreciate you very much and what you're doing for our community. Before we leave, we, we always want to close in prayer. And we, we just pray for the those that listen that, that maybe there was some comfort that came for them. And, and them to know, they need to know, listeners need to know that educators care. Yeah. And, and that you're real people too. But, but that you have had the parents on your minds, you've had the students on your mind, that you really have cared about them during this time. So I'm going to ask Chris, if you would, would you just pray over this podcast before we go? Heavenly Father, we just come before you and thank you for this time we've had together, God, of just learning and expressing and communicating, Lord, and just thank you, God, for, first of all, all of our teachers, Lord, that are literally on the front lines, but are taking care of and nurturing and coaching um, our kids in, in such an important and vital role, Lord. And just thank you, God, that you're blessing their hands and blessing their minds and their hearts and their families, God. And just bless these kids as they're in school, God, that you just take care of them, God. And especially the children of our listeners and the children of our area, God, that you're just leading them and guiding them and letting them be um, just assets to our community. And we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And until the next time that we meet around the table, may the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today at At The Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us. 
and At the Table with Darlene.